Hello everyone. Welcome welcome back to another Capes and Japes. Uh it's April. This is our first episode of April. Congratulations everyone. We made it through another month. <laughs> I knew logically that it was April, but you said our first episode of April and I was like, "Oh gods." Oh jeez. Oh no. It's April. April, who could imagine such a thing? Um, I have, uh, my roommate's cat has been very unusually chatty today, and she's quiet now, but if you hear a distant kind of like, meh, meh, uh, then I'm sorry. But she's very cute, and, uh, that's how she's choosing to live her life. I support her. It's very windy here, so if you hear, you know, like, wind noises as well, uh, that, that one's on me. You can't blame the cat for that. <laughs> My cat has gained storm powers, and she's flying around, creating wind. <laughs> that cat's an airbender. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Uh, anyways, so today, uh, we are doing, <laughs> we're reverting to our go-to when we don't necessarily have anything lined up, and it's throw a dart at some X-Men. Look, Olivia, um, you came to yeah. me yesterday. <laughs> Who are we talking about this week? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. Uh, Fuck if I know. Let me just... This, uh, pew. Oh, pew. Uh, hit an X-Man. Yeah. What are the odds yeah, of that? Hit an X-Man. This, um, this podcast, I feel like we'll never, like, run out of material as long as the X-Men exist. Oh my god, as long, as long as there's X-Men, we're gonna have years. We're gonna be going forever. They're just, they're like... They're everywhere. You can't, you'd like whack-a-mole. You like get rid of an X-Man and then just five more X-Men pop up that you didn't even know existed. You can't walk to, down the street without running into an X-Man. And then what are you going to do? Just, hey, hello. <laughs> talk, ah, talk, hey, buddy. Talked about you last week. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, how's it been? Uh so yes we are talking uh we are talking about one of the many 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 X-Men that exist uh Sunspot uh R Roberto da Costa uh who is uh good <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the episode <laughs> see ya he's good now um, i only know a little bit about Roberto, because I did read a New Avengers run where he was in charge of the New Avengers. <laughs> so that's good for him. That's all I know about him. And from the comic, I was like, wow, there's a lot I don't know about this dude. Not gonna look into it though, because that's just <laughs> comics. I'm just gonna let it, I'm just gonna let it all surprise me, baby. Um, so. Uh, Roberto was one of the original members of the New Mutants. Uh, recently a very unsuccessful movie <laughs> that was 
delayed for a hundred years. Uh, and whitewashed all to hell. <laughs> whitewashed just here to infinity. Um, originally, the New Mutants was uh, a Marvel graphic novel. Uh, in the early 80s, Marvel started publishing these, like, uh, large format trade paperbacks, uh, called Marvel Graphic Novel that were, I mean, you know, obviously graphic novels. They were intended to be kind of, like, standalone, like, high production value stories, uh, and one of them was the new mutants probably uh the most successful of them and like the one like with the most lasting impact because it ended up being like spun off into an ongoing series uh that lasted for a pretty long time uh and also a unsuccessful movie but it did get a movie <laughs> Um, you love to see it. I mean, you love to see it. You're probably you don't love to see the whitewashing, but no, no, you know. Uh, it was written by Chris Claremont, who did a uh, lot of X Men work in the late seventies through the eighties, like kind of uh, a lot of like very iconic X Men stuff. Uh, and he just loved the these funky artist. little guys. <laughs> he couldn't get enough of these gosh dang mutants. Um, the artist was uh, Bob McLeod, and the as the name implies, the uh, idea was that they were it was introducing this team of uh, five teen mutants, uh, four of whom were new characters who were created for this graphic novel. One of them, Karma, had appeared in X-Men before. Uh, but the rest of them uh, were all new and original, and they were all <laughs> very angsty teens. <laughs> so many feelings. So many feelings these teens have. Good. Love to see it. Love to see it. That's what this podcast is all about. This podcast is all about teens with feelings. Uh, one of them was Sunspot, uh, Roberto da Costa. So he is introduced. He is from Brazil. Uh, his father is very wealthy. Uh, he is a businessman uh, named Emmanuel da Costa. Um, and his mother is also alive. Two parents. Uh, incredible. <laughs> Revolutionary. Um, his mother is estranged from him, though. She's an archaeologist, uh, from America. Uh, and his dad is Afro-Brazilian, and his mom is white. Um... So, you know, he's mixed race, and as we saw, as I, I think you shared, like, that, like, compilation of, like, ways he's been drawn through the years. Um, 
some artists depict him very differently from others. Some of them are like, his mom was right, yeah? Alright, here's that light skin. Yeah, there are like some versions where he looks like very Afro-Latino. There's like a couple where he has, you know, like curly kind of like 4C hair. Um, And then a lot more where he just looks sort of tan. He just looks kind of like a a tan guy. (laughs) Um, This is a man... From Brazil? Brazil? We'll never tell. This is, you know, what they look like. Uh, It's fine. Um, It is uh, kind of especially notable because uh, his, like, the the Afro-Latino part of his heritage is significant in his origin. Uh... Because he is, as a teen, he's a very successful uh, soccer player. Um, He's, like, supposedly, like, you know, being scouted for, like, the Brazilian, like, Olympic soccer team. Uh, And he is, uh, like, attacked by members of the other team uh, during a game who are, like saying, like, racial slurs to him, um, and he gets into a fight with them, and his, uh, mutant powers manifest themselves. Um, he has, uh, so given, given the name Sunspot, uh, he has, he absorbs solar energy, uh, and like, uses it, he can use it to, like, enhance his own physical abilities, and then he can also, like, uh, project, like, heat and light and, like, shoot kind of, like, solar beams. Um, this is another, this is another thing on the list of things that comic writers don't really know how it works, is, uh, the sun. (laughs) Um, the sun has beams, right? <laughs> just kind of shoots some stuff. Uh, he also, he can, uh, he has, like, a solar, like, like, solar-powered form, um, where his, like, uh, whole body is, like, Vanta Black, basically. Like, he's just, like, a silhouette. Um, but his eyes are glowing. Uh, very good character design. I love it every single time. (laughs) It looks great. It looks terrific is the thing. And, like, different artists, like, depict it differently. Is like, sometimes he has, like, sort of, like, a glowing aura around him. And, like, sometimes he's got, like, a bunch of, like, little, like, black dots floating off of him. Again, it's like, this, how does the sun work? But it does look very cool in their defense. It looks really sick, like, is the thing. Like, I will give it to them. It looks really dope and cool and good. (laughs) So, don't learn how the sun works. Uh, he has, uh, some, like, you know, enhanced physical durability. Um, 
but like not uh not you know he's <laughs> not bulletproof by any means he's uh, no wolverine he's no wolverine but you know who is they you know we really only need one of him is the thing I, I have some bad Wolverine. news for you, Olivia. I know. About I Wolverine. Know. Very extremely, extremely unfortunate update on Wolverine. There's a whole bunch of this guy. Some of them are better than others. <laughs> but, so, he activates these powers while he's uh, in a fight with these... Uh, racist soccer players uh unintentionally as is pretty much always the case with mutants is they're in an emotionally stressful situation as a teen and then all of a sudden uh their body starts doing something buck wild uh isn't that what uh teens are just like (laughs) you're just in uh just an extremely stressful situation and yes. your body your body starts doing buckwild things it's true it's a good it's a solid metaphor for being a teen it's just in this case uh his body turns all black and sort of uh glowy and shoots like solar energy out of it um are you telling me which... that's not normal oh <laughs> hmm I think I I think I have a school that you might need to to look into. Thanks, because I've been looking for answers for a long time. <laughs> um, so people are sort of freaked out by this, even though it's really cool and dope looking. Uh, and they end up sort of everybody kind of runs away except for. Uh, Roberto's girlfriend, Juliana, uh, who is like, I still care about you despite this, uh, Buckwild thing that just happened, because it's cool and dope (laughs) and radical, and, uh, we'll figure this out, which is, uh, great for a little bit. Oh no. (laughs) But, uh, the way that... Sunspot is uh introduced in New Mutants. I mean, this is all all this backstory is like given in New Mutants. Uh but they uh Professor X and the first of the New Mutants that he's gathered uh find out about Sunspot and go to uh try and warn him that uh Donald Pierce, who's, like, he's a member of the Hellfire Club who's, like, gone rogue and just wants to, like, kill mutants. Um, he has, like, he's got, like, a robot arm, um, which is cool, but the rest of him is not cool. Lots of people in Marvel have robot arms and don't want to kill mutants. There's there's a whole bunch of them, as it turns out. Uh, but, so he uh, and his henchmen uh, kidnap Juliana as uh, bait for Roberto. 
Um, and he obviously goes to rescue her, tries to fight them, um, has, you know, the other, uh, some of the other new mutants, Karma and I think Danny, uh, Danny Moonstar come to help him out. Uh, but during the course of this fight, uh, Juliana, uh, jumps in front of a bullet headed towards Roberto and she dies. Oh, that, it's actually a death with more agency than a lot of women get. You know what? She did make the choice to sacrifice herself to, to save her boyfriend. So, frankly, it's a step up from some things, which I hate saying. <laughs> it still sucks, but, you know, it's more agency in it than normal. <laughs> Could be worse. Uh, he... So, after this tragedy, he joins up with uh the new mutants to you know stop donald pierce uh and get revenge they uh recruit uh another teen named uh cannonball who was like bait like recruited by donald pierce and like manipulated into working for him uh and then the rest of the new mutants are like hey this guy sucks. You should be on our team instead. Um, and, uh, Cannonball, uh, Sam Guthrie is his name, uh, joins them. And he and Roberto become, uh, very good friends. And it's very cute. And they, like, d- d- remain, like, you know, their friendship is, like, a, a significant part of, uh, the New Mutants run. Which I just like, I just, I just like, I just like seeing these teens be friends with each other. That is the best part about teen f- groups. Yeah, you just exactly. get You just get to see people having friends. A lot of the time in the adult groups, they're not as friends. And it's like, why? Why, why do you do this when instead you could be friends? You could just be bros and hang out and have a good time. Uh... So that's sort of the whole, you know, Donald Pierce saga is kind of the plot of the New Mutants graphic novel. Uh, And then when it gets, you know, it's very popular, it gets made into an ongoing series. And over the course of that, it's largely about Professor X teaching the teens how to control and use their powers like he does for X-Men in general, uh, and, you know, going on various, various superhero hijinks, uh, and adventures. Uh, at one point, uh, during this, he, uh, he's briefly, uh, trapped in, uh, like, stuck in his shadowy like powered up form uh because he like is injected with the drug that they used on cloak and dagger um and i guess that's that's what it does i guess that's Um, bad i guess that's okay um mm, mm -hmm. yeah 
There's there's a lot yeah. to unpack there. There's 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 some there's some stuff there's some stuff to unpack, uh for sure. But it's uh they figure out a way to fix it, and then he's fine, and he's back to normal, and he can just you know change into his uh cool form whenever he wants. Uh, he so the new mutants eventually uh are sort of uh taken over or i mean taken over sounds very aggressive it is pretty aggressive uh cable takes leadership of the new mutants uh and like basically uh forms them into uh x-force uh which is now like kind of like like more of like kind of a paramilitary team. You know cables. You know cables vibe. You know a teen army. Yeah, a teen army. Cables like this is normal, right? Teen armies. Uh, he uh, he also uh, he reunites with his mother uh, at one point, and also uh, finds out that his dad joined the hellfire club uh and he's like hey dad (laughs) what the fuck hey dad that sucks why would you do that that sucks they literally killed my girlfriend dad uh and And he's like what up i'm evil now i'm evil now i'm evil now and i'm rich and this is uh the club that evil rich people go to so i'm just uh I'm just vibing over here. Um, so he d- does not manage to convince his dad not to join the Hellfire Club. So they don't uh, they don't really talk so much after that. Honestly, if my dad had joined like an evil country club, I wouldn't talk to him either. <laughs> an evil country club for murder. Uh, okay. I like how you have to specify evil country club for murder. As if normal evil country clubs don't involve murder. <laughs> You're right. All those all all those all those evil country clubs just murdering willy-nilly. Murder and tax evasion. <laughs> Exactly. So, around the time that Cable takes leadership of the New Mutants, uh, Roberto finds out that uh, his father has died, mysteriously. Oh no. And he's uh, contacted by a fellow mutant named Gideon, uh, who is... uh, He's a he's a mutant. He apparently like is also a businessman. He's like, hey, uh, Sunspot, I heard about you. Um, I want to, you know, help you out since your dad died, and you know, I can help you like deal with your inheritance and everything because I know about business. And Sunspot's like, yeah, that sounds great and normal and uh there's no way anything could be weird about this uh and then Gideon reveals that he is a member 
of a group of mutants called the Externals, uh, who are mutants who are also immortal. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think this was I think this was a uh, a Rob Liefeld creation, um, which I mean. I know that uh, I know that Rob Liefeld drew this man because I was trying to look up what Gideon looked like, <laughs> and I hated seeing him. Um, but so Gideon is a member of this group and believes that Roberto is uh, also an external for some reason, like suspects that Roberto might be one of these immortal mutants, uh, and. He was actually the one who poisoned uh, Emmanuel da Costa because he, like, wanted to... See if he would die? <laughs> to see if he would die? I know. I don't... I think he knew he would die. He wanted... Um, he killed Roberto's father because, like, he wanted, I guess, the excuse to... Uh, talk to him and be an influence in his life. You could um, do that many different ways. You could, but this is a this is an unhinged immortal mutant man. Like just go uh, up and be all like, "Hey, you're a mutant. I'm a mutant. Let's chat." It works for queer let's folk. Let's chat. Yeah, well, he doesn't um he doesn't want to chat so much cuz he they discover uh I don't I don't know how they find this out. Uh, obviously they don't kill him, but they discover that, uh, Roberto is not, in fact, uh, an external. And Gideon's like, ah, dang. Well, <gasps> I don't want this to go to waste. Uh, so he just, like, does a bunch of experiments on him. Uh, which is bad. They do give him new powers afterwards, but it is bad. I do just find it wild, though, that, like, he doesn't- he clearly doesn't care about killing people, but he does find a non-lethal way to test if a man is immortal or not. <laughs> I don't- I also don't know- I, like, I don't know if the externals are, like, immortal, like, unkillable immortal, or if they're just immortal, like... Old age immortal? aging immortal. Um. Let me get a look at those cells. Have they deteriorated at all? I just gotta, just gotta get a quick sample of your cells there. Yeah, let me just, let me just uh, get, a, like, a cheek swab and... Ah, oh, shit, they... Mmm. Yeah, yeah, these are, these are the age you should be. Well, <laughs> Damn. Ah, uh, damn. All right, you're uh, free to go. Actually, wait, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind. I got some stuff I want to try. Uh, he, so after this, he is uh, immune to, <laughs> he's immune to fire damage. Oh, good, good. That's helpful uh, with the sun powers. Yeah. Um, he can also uh, absorb other forms of energy besides just, like, solar energy. Useful. Uh, useful. Useful. Uh, for sure. Just um, go and hang out, like, next to a power plant and just soak in the the residual energy. <laughs> Give it to me. Sit in uh, front of a heater. 
he also uh he also gets like more like uh intense like solar blasts and he eventually uh is able to use them to fly um which i mean that's we we love flying it is very useful in a super powered fight because sometimes yeah. you're in melee with someone and then they fly and you're like well shit what am i going to do now <gasps> uh damn uh also, over the course of this, uh, the whole Gideon thing. So, X-Force eventually, uh, rescues him. But, uh, like, shortly after this... This is, this is a little bit complicated, the way this happens. Shortly after this, uh, a villain shows up, uh, leading the, uh, Mutant Liberation Front which is, like, you know, a Magneto-style, like, mutant terrorist group. Uh, and the leader's name is Rainfire. R-E-I-G-N Fire. Uh, and the original intent for this was uh, for him to be a like a version of Roberto from the future who had gone evil. Uh but then for whatever reason they retconned it, so instead of being Is it his dad? Him No, it's not his Damn dad. It. Instead of being <laughs> I know. That would have been that would have been a better one. Uh instead of being him from the future, it's a clone of him hmm. that Gideon made while he was like experimenting on him that he like made a clone and like gave him Sunspot's powers uh and then wait is this trying to say that mutants powers aren't genetic <laughs> he had to find some other way to give him Sunspot's powers <laughs> <laughs> um i like it's if you had identical saw, twins because okay. there was something that was like oh he had a test subject and then he gave him a transfusion of roberto's blood to give him his powers but then it was also like the guy the guy looked exactly like him so it wasn't just a guy who had, like, his blood and got his powers. It was, like, a clone of him. Unless he, Unless he found a guy who looked enough like Roberto, and he was obsessed enough with Roberto to do facial reconstruction <laughs> so that he looked exactly like him and gave him the mutant powers. I don't Maybe. know why he would do this. But it's comic books. <laughs> it is comic books, and anything is possible. Especially given that uh, this is so confusing because of the way they retconned it. Because, like, part of it is, like, uh, Roberto, like, falls through this mysterious portal in a fight uh, while, uh, you know, and he goes missing for a while. And this Rainfire guy shows up. 
Uh, like, again, obviously, because it was originally supposed to be him from the future. Uh, and then Cable, like, tries to, like, like, oh my god, this is so, uh, Rainfire, okay. The way they decided to do this is that Rainfire, because they'd established that Rainfire, like, knew some stuff that Roberto would know. So they were like, okay, he has, he captured Roberto, and he has a telepathic link to him. Uh, okay. That gives him his memories. Uh, and then Cable, because he thinks it's Roberto from the future, like, tries to, like, restore his personality. But then there's just kind of two of this guy running around. Uh, and at one point he, like, tries to, like, take Roberto's powers. And at one point he, like, his, like, body is destroyed and he, like, possesses Roberto's body. Um, How? It's very... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Comics. It's comic books. Comics. Hey, I have a question. How? Why? How? Why? Uh, Is it just for funsies? (laughs) I don't... I I think... I I feel like they sort of made a mistake and, (laughs) uh... Then they just kind of kept tripping over their own mistake. Uh, now, see, he, if they had made it his dad. If they had made it his dad, they wouldn't have to worry about any of this. No. Uh, he does, uh, speaking of his dad, he is uh, offered his father's seat in the Hellfire Club, because that's how the Hellfire Club works, is nepotism baby. Uh, and he's like, no, um, you're evil and you killed my girlfriend. Uh, and then, uh, Celine, who's the, uh, she's the, the black queen of the Hellfire Club, like, the, uh, opposite, <laughs> opposite entity of, of Emma Frost. Um, and she's like, okay, but listen, uh, if, you join, I can bring your girlfriend back to life. <laughs> He's like, damn. Uh, so she uh, does bring Juliana back to life, but in, like, Teen Titans finale fashion, she, like, doesn't uh, remember who she was before, and mm. Roberto decides not to contact her uh, because he doesn't want her to get involved with all of this again. Uh, but he does join the Hellfire Club for a while. Uh, he's kind of like, uh, trying to, uh, trying to, you know, cause, like, not cause any evil and, like, maybe, like, sort of, like, nudge it towards not being so evil, uh, but it's, uh, he, he does ultimately, uh, leave and go back to, uh, I think they, like, they form, like, a new version of the New Mutants, and he's, like, helping to, like, teach them, uh, 
he's on uh the new avengers as mentioned uh he uh with his uh like his inheritance money uh he like buys uh aim and noted supervillain organization aim <laughs> famous supervillain corporation aim um and he renames it avengers idea mechanics <laughs> which um i mean is nothing but like aim was advanced idea mechanics is already nothing so yeah <laughs> it's kind of a lateral move uh and he uh takes on uh he uses this to form the uh US Avengers. It's it's like it's USA Avengers. It's it's not <laughs> it's very hard to it's there's no space between US and Avengers. So it's like a play on USA, but it's the Avengers. It, it's silly. It's very silly. Uh US Avengers. US Avengers. Uh and he starts going by uh citizen v which is like a superhero that like those like a a golden age like marvel superhero and then it was sort of like an alias that was like passed down uh and now roberto is just using it um so he can lead this uh american themed team um uh he i forget i know uh doreen is on it um i think uh red hulk uh a few a uh, a few different people uh but like roberto is kind of the like the leader and the financial backer <laughs> uh which it what was i going to say um at some point i don't i don't know when this happens exactly at some point he does uh get a white streak in his hair which like is peak character design mhm that's just that i'm sure we've said that on this podcast before um probably multiple times anytime it comes up yeah, but it's it's always true. It's always uh it's always Pete character design. Uh he uh he was mostly doing that US Avengers was like uh twenty seventeen. Um apparently he also showed up in uh War of the Realms to uh help the X Men. Good for and him. And I don't um i haven't been keeping up with a lot of the uh house of x the current x-men movement of like the past year or two uh so i don't know if he's been included in all of that or what his uh place is in it but um i hope that uh he gets some respect and also maybe that uh artists stop whitewashing him 
Um, he also apparently, um, I was like looking around and I saw that he was like, uh, apparently he was in Days of Future Past. And I was like, what? I don't remember this. And it's like, <laughs> oh, because he basically immediately dies. Oh, thanks. Thanks, X-Men. Thank you. Thank thanks, you so X-Men. much for uh, this curse. This this terrible, terrible curse. Um, but, uh... He's 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 fun. He's a pretty uh, he's a pretty fun character. Like, by and large, kind of like has a a good a good attitude. Most of the X Men like him. Uh, he's fun, and uh, his powers are really cool, and they look dope. So, ten out of ten from me. Love it. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, was there? Anything uh, that you wanted to add? No, I'm just looking at pictures of Robbie. <laughs> just looking at the guy! Just gotta look at those pictures of Roberto. I should look up to find what Gideon looks like. <laughs> I hate it. Oh. Mmm. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it's not great to see. Yeah. Let me just look at more images of this man. <laughs> this is not what I was picturing. <laughs> what what were you picturing? I'm very curious. I don't know, more like evil scientist? Oh. No, he just, he looks, he just looks like, uh... Hey, I'm sorry to this, this, to this WordPress blog. Uh, 50 Greatest X-Men Characters, number 43, Gideon. Are you sure about that? <laughs> There's so many of them, and you... I, I, like, honestly, I truly have no idea what this man did besides, uh, kidnap Sunspot and kill his dad. Um, maybe there was another comic where he did something really dope and cool. Um, but there's so many X-Men that I feel like... You could put higher than that. Yeah. <sighs> mm, this is bad to look at. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was a Great. there was a Pinterest pin. New Mutants by Rob Liefeld. Ah, <laughs> oh, beans. Ah, oh, dang. <laughs> Cable sure does look away. Oh. <sighs> anyway, I didn't read any comics this week. Um... My fabric came in, so I've just been working on Luke. Poncho, poncho. I haven't poncho, even gotten to the poncho, poncho. yet. <laughs> no! I'm working on the shirt, because that's what I had the fabric for at first. And now I'm like, well, if I don't finish the, fir- the shirt, I'm going to forget. And then I'm going to end up with, like, <laughs> half a shirt. <laughs> okay. And you know... That's valid. I mean, Luke could wear half a shirt. He could probably pull it off. I could not. But Luke probably could. <laughs> yep, you're right. And we would all support him. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about uh, you? Any comics? Yes, I read uh, two entire comics books. Ooh. Um, I still um, have not gotten... I had more Invincible on hold at the library, and I was going to go pick it up on Friday afternoon. Uh, but, uh, the library closed early because of Good Friday, uh, which... Not a very good Friday, on then. The one, 
that is the exact joke I made when I came home to my roommate. I'm I'm sure it was a good Friday for the very hardworking librarians, but it was not a very good Friday for me who wanted to get my comic book. Um, but I did. Uh, I read the uh, first issue of the new Nightwing run. I mean, it's not. It's the same Nightwing run, but with a new creative team. Uh, it was extremely delightful. Good. Um, just, it had, it had basically, it was really, really just cute. It was just cute and nice. It had, like, everything I want. It was, like, there was a flashback of, like, Dick and Babs working together to, like, uh, defend a kid from bullies, uh... And then, like, Babs was, like, teasing him, uh, about his big fancy house, uh, and there was some really, like, sweet stuff with Alfred, uh, and then he, um, he saved a dog, uh, and I think, I don't, I don't know if the poll's still going. DC had a poll about what he should name the dog. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, very important. Uh, he rescues this dog and he brings it home and then Babs shows up and she tells him how cute the dog is. Um, it's just, like, very, like, sweet and earnest and, um, uh, lots of Dick and Babs content. Uh, and the art is really, really lovely and, uh, like, colorful and, like, lively and, uh, just really, just really nice. Just really nice after a very harrowing period of time for old old nightwing for for my boy <laughs> just a real challenging run for a bit there uh and i also read um the first issue of titans academy which is new uh which was also cute it was like a little bit uh like at times like a little bit clunky in terms of, like, the amount of stuff they were trying to introduce and, like, doing that very, like, well, as you know, here at Titans Academy. Uh, but, um, they, have, they haven't, like, really, like, introduced enough of the new kids yet for me to, like, get a feel for them. Um, but they seem cute. Uh, there's Red X stuff going on, which I'm excited about. <laughs> I know, they're, like, very, like, Red X is, like, very prominent on the first, like, cover of the first issue and seems to be kind of, like, the main focus of this first arc. And, like, they're definitely using it as a marketing ploy to get people who watch Teen Titans to see, like, Red X in canon finally. But it's working on me. <laughs> and the marketing. It's too good. I can't resist it's... the poll. I can't resist seeing Red X. Uh, and also there's some, um, some very cute, uh banter between uh titans like the the adult titans who are like teaching at this school um some very very cute uh beast boy and cyborg moments which frankly is all i need from a comic so yeah it's um it's it's the ideal it's chef's kiss 
It's chef's kiss. Uh, also very funny is the fact, this fact in and of itself isn't funny. Uh, they named the school like the Roy Harper Academy of such and such, um, which is, is like very nice and like good and pure. It is funny in the context that it's like just been confirmed that Roy is actually alive now, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, Roy! So it's, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit awkward for everyone, but, like, I'm sure he'll be flattered by it. Roy shows up, oh, you named it after me. That's so sweet. Named after me. And they're like, well, I mean, if we knew you were alive, we have, like, other dead friends we could have named it after. But... <laughs> you know, Roy, you were I... top of the list for dead friends. <laughs> <laughs> just know that <laughs> all right um my ipad is running out of battery so i'm going to try and finish this all right quickly Spe speed uh, run the speed run speed run outro uh if you want to keep up with us when we post new episodes uh some other stuff you can follow us on twitter tumblr instagram and facebook we post the most stuff on twitter because that's where we both live um you can also send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, if you have questions, answers, who knows. Uh, we have a Discord server. Uh, you can join us on there. We were just talking about Sunspot relatively recently. Uh, we also talk about lots of other things. Because uh, we, come we also do us. both live there. <laughs> We do, yeah, we both live, we live on Twitter and on Discord, and those are our homes. Um, we have a Patreon, if you want to support us on there. Uh, you can get bonus content, watch stuff uh, with us, uh, help us pick who we talk about. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, a good way to help us out also is leaving a rating and review of the show, um, telling a friend if you think they would be interested, uh, and just, uh, just joining us, just as you have joined us this week. Thank you once again for being here for this episode of Capes and Shapes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. I made it. Woo! Woohoo! Uh.